Blog Talk Radio. Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Maketh me to lie down in green pastures. Leads me beside the waters of rest. He restores my soul. Though I walk through the valley, Yes, good morning. This is Pastor Jim Newsom, and this is Truth in the Word on Christian Survival Radio. It's the 22nd day of February 2018, 7.30 a.m. on the East Coast of the United States. We're broadcasting to you today from North Central, West Virginia. Before we get into the Word of God today, let us bow our hearts in prayer. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity, God, one more time to expound your Word. Knowing today, Lord, that heaven and earth shall pass, but your word by no means will ever pass. We thank you today that we walk by faith and not by sight. And we call those things that are not as though they were. And we know, Lord, if you be for us, then who can possibly be against us? And we just ask you to anoint this word, use it today for that building of thy kingdom, and we'll never fail to give you honor and praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and <clears throat> amen. Our text today will be taken from the 22nd chapter, the book of Genesis, talking about one of the names of the Lord. Well, people say, what's in a name? Well, there's a lot in the name. We know there's there's everything in the name of Jesus. The song says there's power in the name of Jesus. To that, that name, the Bible declares that every knee will bow. And every tongue will confess according to the word of God. But we're going to talk about an experience today that Abraham went through. The patriarch who was promised so many things, was promised a blessing, was promised that uh, all the nations of the the world will be called by uh, that that God will bless him and his seed, and every everything would stem from Abraham, uh, called out of the uh, Ur of the Chaldees, a uh, the man who was a uh, idol maker. His family were idol makers, and God, who called him out, God called out Abraham. So we have this time that the promise had come come to pass that um, Sarah had gave birth to Isaac. God all of a sudden had to prove. The Bible says that we in this life will, will be tested and will be tried, the word of God says. So we have hope today in the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that even though we might be tried and tested, 
every bit of fire that we go through. Now, the Bible declares that fire, and science proves and industry proves that fire is an article by which we are tested and tried and tempered and made ready for something as hardened, so to speak. <clears throat> Pardon me. And the Bible says, in this, in this world you shall have tribulation. But be of good cheer, he says, for I have overcome the world. Who has overcome the world? Jesus Christ has overcame the world. The Bible declares he is the author and the finisher of our faith. So today we're going to talk about Jehovah Jireh, the Lord who will see to it, the Lord who will provide, the Lord who will make a way where there is no way, the Lord who will open doors that no man can shut and close doors where no man can open. In this modern age, we see people every day going through this life without hope, without foundation, without strength. We're going to talk today about our Jehovah Jireh, who will provide all of our needs according to his riches in glory. Now, Genesis 1 says, in the beginning, God. First of all, we see in the beginning, God. We've, we've, we've talked about this before, that, that God is Elohim, which points to the plurality of the Godhead. God the Father and God the Son and God the Holy Spirit. But the Bible says that God the Son was the creator. Jesus said to John in the book of Revelation, I am that I am. I am Alpha and I am Omega. I am the beginning and I am the ending. All things as he holds in his hands. The Bible declares he knows the beginning from the ending. And once again today we lift up Jesus Christ. In this Old Testament, which I've opened in front of me, he is concealed, but in the New Testament, starting in the book of Matthew, he is revealed as the Son of the living God, the Lord of all creation, the soon-coming King, King of kings and Lord of lords, came in a manger thousands of years ago, and now he's coming back, the Bible says, but this time he's coming back with judgment out of his mouth proceeds a two-edged sword the bible declares which is sharp he will come back and the bible declares he will separate the sheep nations from the goat nations we've talked of two judgments the the bema seat of christ where we as believers will be and the white throne where the unbelievers will be judged you don't want to be at the white throne judgment now grace is available but there's coming a time when god will judge. He said, my spirit will not always strive with man. So we're going to talk today about Jehovah Jireh in Genesis 22, where God tries or tests 
or tempts this patriarch Abraham. Before we go there, I want to, to we made reference to Jesus being the creator of all things in John 1, verses 1 through 4. In the beginning was the Word, Logos, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. This, this, this points to the second person of the Trinity. In the sa- same was in the beginning with God, and listen, verse 3, all things were made by him. And without him was not anything that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. Colossians 1, 13 through 16. The apostle Paul wrote, who had delivered us from the power of dark. Talking about Jesus Christ. His finished work at the cross. Who had delivered us from the power of darkness. Listen to what it says here. Have translated us into the kingdom. Who's got a kingdom? the kingdom of his dear son in whom we have redemption through his blood, even forgiveness of sins, who is the image talking about Jesus Christ. Now of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature for by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in the earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him so our provider today is none other than the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ who sits at the right hand of the Father the word of God declares making intercession right now for me and for you the Bible says he's our advocate he told the disciples I will send one back the Holy Spirit which is on the earth right now to comfort you to lead you to guide you into all of my truth and all of my righteousness, the ambassador of an almighty God, the ambassador of Jesus Christ. But Jesus Christ sits by the right hand of the Father. The Word of God says, And the Father said to the Son, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. Which is already done. It's done. Listen, Jesus Christ finished all things at the cross. Jesus Christ defeated every power of darkness at the cross. 2,000 years ago the victory has already been won already been won we are not fighting to win a victory but our fight is a fight of faith to believe in a victory that has already been won for me and for you in jesus christ we stand all other ground is sinking sand so genesis 22 and abraham verse 1 it came to pass after these things that god did tempt abraham and said unto him abraham And he said, Behold, here am I. Now the Bible declares that he spoke with Abraham audibly, face to face. The Bible declares he, uh, before he did anything, he he, uh, he didn't consult, but he told Abraham what he was going to do. And we see when he was going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, he said, Must I tell Abraham before I do this thing because because he, he runs a good household because he's faithful and he's true and immediately when this was told unto Abraham before God passed judgment on these cities the Bible declares that Abraham began to make intercession for the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah you can read it if there be 50 if there be 30 if there be 20 if there be 10 Abraham was a was a man as was David after God's own heart the great patriarch Abraham but we see this great patriarch being at a time of 
tempting, to be tested, to be proved. Hebrews eleven seventeen says, And by faith Abraham, when he was tried, offered up Isaac. And he that had received the promises offered up his only begotten son. Take your son, your only son, in whom you love. Now, did he have other sons? Yes. He had Ishmael. But the Bible declares that Isaac was the promised son. That served and received the promises offered up to his only begotten son. He was tried, the Bible declares. In Proverbs 17.3, we see Solomon wrote, The fining pot is for silver. And the furnace for gold. But the Lord tries our hearts. If you think you're going to get out of this world without being tempted, without being tried, without being proved. If you think you're going to serve God and never have your feet put to the fire, then you are in for a shock. Make no mistake about it. Those that he loves, he chastises and he tries and he will allow fire to come into our life. But it is for our good. It is for the betterment of our Christian life. The Bible says he'll uphold us in all these things. He'll never leave us. He'll never forsake us. But in everything that we go through, we will come out on the other end, a better Christian, knowing and having a greater faith in our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. 1 Peter 1.7 says, The trial of your faith, being much more precious than of gold that perishes, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. Christ. See, we're sojourners. Abraham said, he said, uh, well, he, he, he said in Genesis 23, 4, I'm a stranger. I'm a sojourner. Talking about when he was getting ready to bury his wife, Sarah. He says, give me a possession of burying place with you. I may bury my dead out of my sight. Abraham was going somewhere. He didn't even get to see some of the things that God promised. He, he, even today, this perpetual blessing that God had placed on Abraham, the Bible declares even we as Gentiles are grafted into this great promise. Out of Abraham come the Messiah. God called out a people separated unto himself. The plan of God has come together in the person of Jesus Christ. Promises way back in Genesis 3.15. Read that. For I shall put animosity into me between the woman and Satan. In other words, a warfare, which was one at the cross. He says, you shall bruise his heel, but he will crush your head. The defeat of all the powers of darkness. I just read to you in the book of Colossians. There again, we are not trying to win a a victory, we are trying to enter into a victory that has already been won in the person of Jesus Christ. The trial of your faith being much more precious than gold. Hmm. Think about that today. Genesis 22, verse 2, and he said, Take now thy son, thy only son. Can you imagine? Whom thou lovest, get thee into the land of Moriah and of, of and offer him there for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains, which I will tell the uh now Moriah is a hill in Israel uh uh could be uh Calvary could be Zion Calvary is the highest mountain of course Calvary is where the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ was crucified for my sins and your sins 
Hebrews eleven nineteen says, accounting that God was able to raise him up even from the dead, whence also he received him in a figure. He said, take your son, your only son. Now, we are talking about a man whose faith and belief in God was counted unto him to righteousness. I mean, he said, offer him for a burnt offering on the mountains, which I will tell you. Now, Abram, Abraham was, I'm sure, his heart sank. He thought, what in the world? What, what's going on here? In verse 3, and Abraham rose up early in the morning and, and saddled his donkey and took two of his young men with him and Isaac, his son, and clave the wood or chopped up the wood for the burnt offering and rose up and went into the place of which God had told him. Now we see this quick obedience. Obedience is better than a sacrifice. But see, all the while, Abraham knew, promised him a seed. And he knew that God kept his word. And he knew that if Isaac was gone, then there would be no seed. And he even believed, we're going to read here, that he even believed that even though that maybe God would allow him to go through with this, that God would erase him from the dead. Abraham was a man of faith. He believed God. We're going to get back to that. We're going to believe God, uh, uh, speak those things that are not as though they were. Believe the word of God. Believe it's infallible word of God, that every word in this book I'm holding is truth. And God seeks to perform it in our lives every day. So we see this perfect obedience. He knew that God was able to raise up the dead, as it says in Hebrews eleven nineteen, Verse 4. Then on the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place far off. Verse 5, And Abraham said unto his young men who went with him, Abide ye here with the donkey, and I and the lad will go yonder and worship, listen, and come again to you. Both of us. Both of us. Both of us will come and be here again. The Bible declares, he said, I'm going to go worship. I'm going to lay prostrate before the Lord. To become low, that word worship, to become low in recognition, in acknowledgement of a greater being, a, a, a greater cause, a greater purpose, that Jesus Christ is our greater purpose. You know, the Bible declares we were born to serve God, that the whole duty of man it's to worship and to praise God. The Bible declares, Paul said, we are not our own, but we are purchased with a price. When we become Christians, then we no longer seek to do that which we want. But we should be seeking to do the perfect will of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Going back to Hebrews 11, 7, 17 through 19, what they say, both of us will come to you again. We're going to worship and we'll come to you again by faith. Hebrews 11, 17 through 19, read it before, read it again. By faith, Abraham, when he was tried over, 
offered up Isaac, and he that received the promises offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said that in Isaac, who said this? God said this, that in Isaac shall thy seed be called. Did it happen? Yes, sir. It happened. God brought it to pass. Verse 19, accounting that God was able to raise him up even from the dead, from whence he all he received also he received him in a faith of Abraham. The Bible declared we are to contend for the faith that was once given unto the saints. Verse six And Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering, laid it upon Isaac, his son, and took the fire in his hand and a knife, and they went both of them together. He put the wood on the back of Isaac, and he carried this wood. Does that sound familiar? Does this sound like a, a type of a, another individual, another person, the son of the living God, the only begotten son of God? That a cross, wood was placed on his back before he, he climbed up to Golgotha, up to Calvary, and laid down his life for me and for you. So it's a type of the cross. In John nineteen seventeen, and he bearing his cross went forth into a place called of a skull, which is called in the Hebrew Golgotha. Remember what I said that Jesus Christ in the Old Testament can see We don't see his name there, but yet we're going to see his name. We don't see Jesus per se, but yet we're going to see him. And in him we see types and shadows before he was brought into the world, the incarnation of an almighty God. He wasn't created. He was not a creation. He was all God, and he was all man. The Bible says, and they both went together. And Isaac's kind of looking around, wondering what in the world is going on here, I'm sure. So in verse 7, First of all, let's go to Isaiah 53 and 6. That we all like sheep have gone astray, we've turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord have laid on him the iniquity of us all. First Peter 3.18, For Christ also have once offered for sins the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but quickened by the Spirit. First Peter 2.24, And who... His own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree that we being dead to sin should live under righteousness by whose stripes we are healed. Everything type of Christ. And we know that the fire that Abraham took with him, how that works, I don't know for sure back in those days, but I'm sure it was a way to make, make fire. Fire always points to judgment, to tempting, to purification, to a change. Fire always melts, smelts things down. Remember what, what I read to you in Proverbs 17 and 3, the finding pot is for silver and the furnace for gold, but the Lord trieth the hearts. Abraham was about to go into his crucible. A crucible is a container where metals or other things are subject to a very high temperature, heat, fire. Think it not strange. I believe it was Peter said of the fiery trials which try us. We 
will be proved, tested, tempted. What did James say? Blessed is those that that is willing to go through the temptation and rejoice in that, that you are tempted at a time and a season in your life, but it will make us better Christians. God will become a greater reality to us when we are going through the fire. Nobody likes it. I'm sure Abraham wasn't crazy about doing what he was doing, but yet he was obedient. He was obedient. In verse 7, And Isaac spake unto Abraham his father, and said, My father, and he said, Here am I, my son. And he said, Behold the fire and the wood, but, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? Now he knew something was up. He knew that something, he knew that, I'm sure he's seen Abraham sacrifice before. And he didn't see a offering. He didn't see a sacrifice. So, so, so the word of God says in John 3.16, For God... So loved the world. They gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So we see God the Father providing a lamb. Now listen to what it says. And Abraham said, my son, now listen, my son, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. So they went both them together. You see the faith? You see the faith? He said, God will provide. That's what we're talking about today. Jehovah Jireh. The Lord will see to it. The Lord will provide. The Lord will make a way where there is no way in John 129 the next day John see of Jesus coming unto him and said behold the Lamb of God which takes away the sin of the world this is God providing his lamb his sacrifice Jesus Christ who faced judgment for me and for you Jesus Christ who took on the curse for me and for you. Jesus Christ who bore our sins upon that cross in his body. The sins of every man, woman, boy, and girl. Behold the Lamb of God that God has provided, that God has crucified from the foundation of the world, that man had nothing to do with this. Man could not save himself. Listen, God had every right to do away with the human race. The Bible even declares he got weary of them, weary of us, so to speak. We've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. But God has provided a way that we can be reconciled back to him, that we can face eternity and be with him rather than the alternative, which certainly the Bible declares is hell. With weeping, wedding, and gnashing of teeth, where the canker worm never dies. 
And the rich man lifted up his eyes, the Bible declared in torment. I didn't write the book. But God's word is truth. You can throw everything out the door, but when you pick up this Bible, it's truth. It's the only book that when you read it, it'll read you. And they both went together because he said, God will provide. Verse 9. And they came to the place which God had told him told him of. And Abraham built an altar there and laid the wood in order and bound Isaac his son and laid him on the altar upon the wood. Now, Isaac probably realized there was something up. He probably realized there was something going on here. The Bible says, Abraham was laying his son on what we want to call a threshing floor. A threshing floor. A place where things are changed. A place where the where the chaff is taken from the wheat. Let's go to 1 Peter 1, 19 through 23. But with the precious blood of Christ as a lamb without blemish and without spot. Once again, talking about Jesus who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world, was manifest in these last times for you, who by him do believe in God and raise him up from the dead and gave him glory, that your faith and hope might be in God, seeing you have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit unto unfinished love of the brethren, see that ye love one another with a pure heart fervently, being born again out of corruptible seed but incorruptible by the word of God, which lives and abideth for ever with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Think about this today. Behold the Lamb of God. Verse 10, And Abraham stretched forth his hand and took the knife to slay his son. And the angel of the Lord called upon him out of heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, Here am I. We see a Double calling. Abraham, Abraham. Verse 10, we see a perfect surrender in belief that if he had to do what he had to do, unthinkable, that God would raise him from the dead. Verse 12, and he said, I lay. Lay not thy hand upon the lad, neither do you do thou anything unto him. For now I know that thou fearest God, seeing thou hast not withheld thy son, thy only son, from me. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, behind this is verse 13, a ram caught in a thicket. By his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram, offered him up for a burnt offering in the stead of his son. Verse 14, and Abraham called the name of the place Jehovah Jireh, as it is said to this day, in the mount of the Lord it shall be seen. Now the faith that God had it even in Abraham, there was a a, a faith in this, in this mere mortal. I mean, uh, uh, he trusted him. The Bible says in Genesis, 
18:19 that he knew Abraham for I know him that he will command his children and his household after him and they shall keep the way of the Lord and do justice and judge that the Lord may bring upon Abraham that which he have spoken of him. We see a ram caught in the thicket. A ram is signifying Jesus Christ, a type of the Lamb of God. John 6:51 says, I am the living bread which come down from heaven. If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. Jehovah Jireh, our provider. We can learn off this today that he still, Jehovah Jireh, he still provides and makes a way where there is no way. No matter what you're going through in your life, but today he will provide. The Bible says he will, he, will, he will meet all of our needs according to his riches and glory through Jesus Christ. Our struggles, he sees. Our temptations, he sees. Our trials, he sees. You can read the word of God of, of every individual that ever served God. Every person that's written about in this book was tried or tested in one way, shape, or the other. So make no mistake about it, that me and you will be tested and we will be tried. But he is the way maker today. And he is our provider for everything in our lives. He provides for our salvation. If you don't know him today, call upon his name, confess with your mouth, and believe in your heart that God Almighty raised him from the dead with a quickening spirit. <clears throat> He's the healer of our body. By his stripes we are healed. He's the healer of our mind and our emotions. We've chastised for our peace of mind, touched with our infirmities, for he forever making intercession for me. And for you today, don't ever forget that. And there, there doesn't seem to be anything else you can hold on to around and about you. When you're in a free fall, so to speak, spiritually, know that Jehovah Jireh, your provider, will make a way. We need to contend for the faith that Abraham had. You say contend for the faith that was once given unto the Saints, that he believed God and it was counted unto him to for righteousness. The Bible says without faith it's impossible to please God. We must believe that he is and he is a rewarder of those that seek him with diligence. And today he is your provider, whatever you need in your life. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you today for your word. We thank you today that's going forth, Lord, not in the voice of a man, but, Lord, Lord we, we, we believe today, Father, that you anoint these words. They're not flesh and blood, but they're spirit and they're hope. And then we'll come back void, we'll do that, what you sent it to do. You see every situation, you know every person that's going to listen to this broadcast. You see every need in their lives, and we'll ask you today, Father, that it, that, that sometimes you don't bring us out of the test or the trial at that particular moment, but Lord, while our feet are held to the fire, that we will know that you are our Jehovah Jireh, that you will provide and make a way where there is no way, and we'll never fail to give you honor and praise. In Jesus' holy and righteous name we pray. Trust him today. But the song says, trust and obey. And Jesus will always Make a way.
Call on his name while he may be found. Reach out today. Come unto him, ye that are heavy laden in labor, and he will give you rest. Till next time, God bless. This has been Truth in the Word with Pastor Jim Newsom on Christian Survival Radio. Our email address is truthintheword777 at gmail.com. May God bless each and every one of you. Keep looking up, for Jesus is coming soon.